car crash. Okay, hello everybody. Welcome back to our podcast, Skylight Car Crash. Um, it's a bit different today. We had some technical issues with the recordings and we lost the first part of our interview with our great artist. So we're just going to re-record that and then we're going to jump back into the regular podcast as we recorded it. And I looked it up. It was the 30th of November. What? So it was that, full then, lockdown. Oh, yeah, my God. Now we can do a bit more. I went for a walk yesterday. That was really nice. The weather is changing. We we're almost at spring. And with that, I would like to introduce our artist because you guys don't know her yet. Uh, she works in uh, video, <laughs> but she has also done things in different media. And um, today she has joined us with a small hangover. Please welcome Justine Capella. Hi, how are you? Hello. Hey, I'm fine. A bit tired. It's Sunday morning. <laughs> it's, it's been a busy week. Um, but I'm fine. Life can be worse. <laughs> Getting better. Yeah, I look forward so to like... I, am again. I look forward to like watching the other half of the podcast and seeing how things have like changed and the, stuff and my outfits or how i my hair was or yeah i did not try to like colored i remember your hair was colored last time oh my god yeah that was the start of the midlife crisis yeah now now that now now it's getting better my hair is changing back to normal um so maybe let's Funny. start with an introduction. Uh, let's tell, uh, let's talk mm -hmm. about who you are, where did you study and what your practice is all about. Yeah, so I'm Justine Capel. I studied uh, documentary film at Ritz in Brussels. Um, mm -hmm. And all my works, even if it are documentaries or not, are like based on the, something in reality, something I see in the landscape like, or in the society. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm often like inspired by abstract terms or processes, like mm -hmm. things you cannot really see. And I like to challenge the, the medium of film by like showing something without showing it or um, like give a shape to something that doesn't have a shape. and to play with that all the time. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Like, Yeah, but that's what <laughs> was really interesting for us about your work was like, you have this documentary filmmaking background and that's what you studied. But then when we look at your work, you see those influences, but it's, it's become more experimental. And then even with like taking, uh, taking it further than documentary and also start, starting to make like installation kind of things and and objects it's really interesting how how you approach that from a very unique point of view that's very experimental to us mm -hmm. yeah i don't know uh, where it comes from but uh, back in the days when i was a child i already played with the visible and the invisible things and i put like trash and flowers and stuff in paintings to hide them and I'm, I've been always like inspired by the game between showing something and, and that it, yeah and and hiding something um, and 
yeah, I, 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 we thought we talked about it uh, last time in the podcast <laughs> that <laughs> that's I yet think to come. that <laughs> that yet to come, but that was um, there was a mistake in it, so it will not come. We have to try to tell it again. Um, yeah, I, I think in we live in a capitalistic world and we think in objects, mm-hmm. and when we don't see things like uh, climate change or I don't know you when we don't see them in in material we mm-hmm. don't really believe them and I um, out of my documentary uh, study I I took that with me to try to um, illustrate things that they really exist like mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking all the time for proof to make it visible to make it uh, materialized like mm-hmm. to show that it really exists yeah um, so I'm yeah I see myself as a a researcher like um, more than a, a artist I, I yeah mm-hmm. yeah I researching is very important in what I make and also um, for me it's not so important that it's it doesn't have to be beautiful or mm-hmm. ugly it's just uh, the result of my experiment and my search to make something um, visible or not visible to materialize it um, so the central thing is the experiment and the result is yeah just the result of the experiment yeah it's it's maybe related to like this documentary background like you do all this research and then like the 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 final result is maybe more of a documentation of of the research and the experimentation rather than the goal of the research and the experimentation yeah and um so that's true yeah. And what drew you, or what drew you towards uh, documentary making? Because it sounds like you have a very like uh, yeah. from your childhood. It was more experimental and painting and stuff, and then you went into documentary making. Yeah, I have a long history. <laughs> uh, I I studied like um, math for a long time. Math? Oh my god! Is it the word? Yeah, yeah. math. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, math. Uh, yeah, math, math, math. Yeah, math. Wiskunde. I said <laughs> math, math. Numbers. I thing. said math. I studied, like I studied, I studied math, um, and I always asked to my parents, please, can I go to art school in high school? And mm-hmm. they they were always like, no, first two, three years, like so you have a basic knowledge of mm-hmm. everything, and then. At the third year, I was able to go to art school, but they wanted me to do like the architecture thing, which says our six hours um, math and, mm-hmm. and stuff. And I really was a bit like, oh my God, is this art school? Um, it was <laughs> yeah. very strict. Yeah, and, and you were like, no, this is not it. Like, <laughs> after, yeah, and after one semester, I was like, Oh my God! I want to go back to um, ISO. We call mm-hmm. it here. Like so, I went from ISO to art school to ISO. Back to, yeah, yeah. It's not possible. How many? It's not allowed. But 
in education I did some extra studies to change again but then I was back at ISO it's also very theory I have a lot of theory mm -hmm. um, and I did two more years that and after that I was like so done and then I went to Humana Wetenschappen it's like mm -hmm. human sciences yeah um, and there we um, saw a lot of movies like about my uh, I, I cannot speak today. Um, <laughs> it's a Sunday a lot of morning. Movies. <laughs> yeah, we saw a lot of movies about uh, transgender and uh, psychological things, like very mm -hmm. nice movies, also documentaries of Michael Moore, um, mm -hmm. like a lot of different things. And so I was all, then I was a bit between, do I want to do like more um, social studies mm -hmm. or art studies? But I, I saw like documentary, like a good um, insight way between the both. Mm -hmm. So I was like, if I do documentary, I don't have to choose between one of them. It's just a combination. That's how it um how i chose for documentary but um yeah the visual thing is all is something like when i was 15 i did a lot of photo shoots um as a model then and i was interested a lot in in the photography and the visual thing mm -hmm. so i think it started already longer um but yeah I was a bit disgusted by the photography in the way that it's advertising and capitalistic. <laughs> so I forget it. I, I, some years I forgot the the visual aspect, mm -hmm. and I was like more focusing on the social things in life. Um, and then when I studied documentary, it came back like. Um, and now it's like sometimes it's more important for me um, the experiment and the visual thing mm -hmm. uh, than the social than to yeah mm. but like the social is still very present in your work I think like the issues yeah. that you uh, you tackle are like transgender and and environmental stuff and it's not outspokenly social or, or like um what do you call it socially responsibility or something um but there is this hint of it in your work that is it's not activism but there is yeah uh, that's the thing i don't it. want to yeah yeah but i don't want um to push people too much to show my my uh, truth like you have to mm -hmm. think that now mm -hmm. um that's something i i i don't really don't want to um mm -hmm. that's why i also work very visual because i want people to let them imagine the, the mm -hmm. situation and to offer them things but in the end it's the viewer that has to take the the conclusions and yeah, yeah, yeah. make his his interpretation of it um mm -hmm. Well, with social sciences, it's more like very concrete. Um, 
imagine that I was like a social worker or something. You have to do concrete stuff um, yeah. in plans and actions. That's not for me. Um, <laughs> We're going abstract. Yeah. We can focus. Yeah, we are so abstract. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I just wanted to add like the whole, uh, the like it's not about activism, it's about um, awareness. And that's also the thing I think awareness. with the, with the making the intangible tangible or the invisible visible it's not about um look at this and this is what you have to think about this but it's about you maybe haven't noticed that these things exist so i'm going to mm -hmm. take what is maybe not visible in the real sense but also in the mental sense that people don't look at it and or think about it and you make it tangible and visible and something to think about and that's where you leave the people to have their own opinions and their own uh, reflections on the subject about it's it may be more important to think about it than have a have a uh, um how do you say it's better to tell people to think about things than to what think about things yeah um when I have something when we check the landscape, we don't see see everything. Like sometimes we don't see um, an electricity tower anymore. I, it's, it's a stupid example, but we don't really see everything when we see mm -hmm. and look around us. And that's why I, I also like to play the game with the visible and invisible um, because it's like, also about perception. Um, mm -hmm. so, something na naive, is it the word in English? I don't know. Like something naive in our perception. It's, yeah, I like to play with that kind mm -hmm. of blindness in our perception. Mm -hmm. Things we don't see anymore or, or like look again to what you already um, see as, as common landscape. Look, mm -hmm. yeah, check it again in, in another way. Um, yeah yeah okay i think that we have covered everything that got lost uh with the previous <laughs> session <laughs> um uh, is going to we have to out. show our our eye our eyes and we can do this That's on a sunday nice. morning let's add that to the facts yeah we're That's talented true. True. yes Yes, yes, yes. You are very talented. Uh, we try. Talented. I remember when I first started wearing makeup and it was like, why do you have two black eyes? And I'm like, it's blue and it's shiny and it's pretty. And they're like, no, you look like some kind of drowned victim. And I was like, okay. So now I've improved. Drowned victim? Yeah. Drowned was, victim? It looks like what? you drowned. And I was like, okay, cool. No, I really like it. And the color is very Thank good you. for you. You as well. Yeah, it's very nice. <laughs> I have a new product. I discovered makeup last month. <laughs> and I, I always use a lot of makeup, but I'm not so, um, I don't know anything about it. It's just like, and now I discovered the product. It's to let it stay longer. Ah, yeah, primer. On your eyelid primer. Mm -hmm. I didn't know that it exists, but it's amazing so amazing it's like painting actually yeah, yeah, yeah. it's also with primer and stuff that's so dumb. it's so fun little paintings on our eyes on a sunday morning 
Ah, beautiful. beautiful. Um, I have uh, another question for you. Uh, can you talk about your process? How do you start mm -hmm. out on your uh, project? How do you develop it? Yeah, um, mostly I see something in landscape that surprised me. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I make something with it or um, sometimes also I'm doing research for a project and then I'm like researching a bit too deep and then I'm like oh I like this uh -huh. and it's not about the subject of my research anymore <laughs> but I'm like so surprised by that and I'm so curious that I go deeper in that and it's not about the main reason of my research anymore and so it's like almost research in my research and mm -hmm. then i'm doing something else with that part um so it the my works are are yeah are um becoming alive meanwhile doing research of something else mm -hmm. um for example i'm making now um a movie about how technology becomes invisible and to make the invisible uh, technology visible like Wi-Fi to um, make it seen and I discovered that there are a lot of satellites in the sky and that's also a way they make technology invisible by putting it on a place where we cannot see it mm -hmm. so then I discovered yeah I, I, I asked myself how much satellites are there in space and then I, oh, yeah. I went looking like how many objects of human are in space and then I'm reading like all that kind of stories about bags of shits in space and advertising in space it's not about technology anymore so I and then I'm like mm, I want to do something else with this out of the technology mm -hmm. movie and yeah it's like a, a branch that's going like yeah. this and different branches um start flowing uh it's also the blanket um that i'm showing at the exhibition um started while doing the research for the technology movie because i did a lot of uh, research about design how design of things can influence the naturalization process of objects mm -hmm. like by putting human or nature um, aspect to objects mm -hmm. um, they make that you accept it quicker like oh. for example apple or the computer i'm looking to yeah. the logo is apple apple is not a fruit company but they use the apple to uh. let it feel more like natural and accept to to oh. create that that naturalization process quicker so mm. then i i asked myself how can i make um, a social issue um how to create an object to make that social issue more accepted yeah do mm -hmm. an object so it's the other yeah. way around and that's the way the the fleece blanket starts. Uh, it's like a print of one of my bruises on a, a fleece, and that way I try to um, to accept them, the awkwardness, the vul vulnerability, more quick than mm -hmm. 
normal. Yeah, it's an abstract explanation. It's different oh, to explain. Well, no, no. Yeah, um, yeah, I try to. It's it's almost human design or something. Mm -hmm. um, to try to to naturalize something as a social issue by an object. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's, a lot of my works are, are starting out of research for another project, um, and that's uh, yeah my research pro uh, process it takes a long time and i think because i'm all the time like oh that's so interesting oh i'm so curious about everything mm -hmm. and then no, i think some people some documentary makers are maybe like oh yeah that's not about a movie anymore but i'm then like oh yeah, no, i want to know that instead yeah. of yeah. going further um you have these focused yeah. people working around you, and then you're like, -la 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 -la. Ooh, the thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm so very curious. It's just, it's her, it's based on being curious. I'm yeah. so curious. I think that's a nice Also, yeah. Also, the one thing to make the invisible visible, just about being curious <laughs> about how to do that. And um, yeah. And it's that's, also it's my. To be very curious about because like i have this can of coke and it's like okay i have this can of coke but then as soon as you start thinking about the intangible you can start making all of these connections and then things get really interesting mm -hmm. yeah yeah and um, and also um it's funny people think huh, they are she's making things about that subject a lot but it's just because it comes out of research yeah, yeah. of the same thing. It's like um, a yeah, rabbit hole. Ah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I also have like periods, like um, now it's like space and technology and um, design. And before it was more about personal, um, yeah, my, my vulnerability and my haircuts also. and, and like very uh, things about my body and stuff. So it's always like in groups. Uh -huh. And that's, I think it's because of my research project. It's it's funny. It's like because uh, so you have like a blue period and a pink period. Yeah, it's long. one. <laughs> yeah, most blue, I'm always blue, <laughs> feeling blue. <laughs> also richter. No. Yeah, also richter. What? Also, Gerhard Richter with like his different types of paintings. Like yeah. he started out with figurative paintings and then he made the color charts and then he went more abstract. Mm -hmm. And it's all also linked together. But you see that the research has branched out into these different areas. Okay, it's interesting. I didn't uh, saw it like that. It's interesting to think more think about that in this way. Or with a lot of us, like. Yeah, do you also do a lot of work, research on your projects? Uh, yeah, or I do at least. I start with like this. I yeah, I I start out with these experiences of or things I've seen. Like uh, uh, the last series of work I made was like during the quarantine. I started looking at uh, a lot of movies, which I usually don't do because I have a short attention span. So 
making me sit in front of a movie for two hours is very hard for me. But I started doing it. And we're all these like depressive or like depressive gay movies with like a happy ending. <laughs> and um, I started taking screenshots, like whenever I was like, oh, this is a beautiful image or moment. And I, I took a screenshot. And then after a couple of months, I looked back at the screenshots and I, they were all uh, of one guy sitting alone somewhere and like being in a very uh, contemplative moment um, while just having been left by someone they start to love later in the movie. Like there was this guy who started working at a farm and uh, the guy he fell in love with was very rude and he just shut the door on him and he was just like, just turning away and it was such a beautiful moment and then i used that to work about the idea of loneliness being a both desirable because sometimes you just want to be alone while you're being surrounded by all these people and then at other moments you're completely alone and you're like i don't want to be alone so it was about this double feeling of loneliness and then it takes like it's a long process of like uh, it's often like something that slumbers for a long time and it's very much in the background. Like I'm watching these movies and I'm taking these screenshots. And then after months, I come to the realization, oh, maybe I can look at this again. And then I open up the file and it's like this whole world opens up and I start thinking mm -hmm. about loneliness and doing research about loneliness and these moments. And then it, And then when I'm making the actual work, it's usually done in a month or something. It's like very... Uh, an intense process of making it and then a very uh, long quick yeah uh, yeah a very quick that moment of realization yeah when you see all the pieces in one all moment the space, yeah then yeah. it's like okay that's nice yeah, yeah it also thinks sometimes you make work and after it you you think ah i think it was based on something long time ago yeah that i saw or, or that I experience a feeling. I have that sometimes also, mm -hmm. especially when I make movies and it's about something more global. Mm -hmm. Afterwards, I always think maybe it was not only about that global problem. Maybe it was maybe about something of myself also, a personal thing. But yeah. I, I only think it, the, yeah, it was not the main thing Cor yeah, the main course for, for me to make it, but afterwards you, you're like, ah, oh, yeah, maybe it's more, more therapy than you thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up then. But nope. nobody knows it because it's not the main subject. <laughs> yeah. I like that to keep that high sometimes also. Mm -hmm. that, I uh, think it's natural we we experience all of these things throughout our lives, which form us as a person. And then when we make art, it's because we had an interest in something. And that interest comes out of that experience from a long time ago. And maybe that's not super relevant for the work itself, but that is the source of why all of this is happening now. Well, mm -hmm. maybe, uh, now, I actually, in, in when she asked th that question, I wanted to say like, no, it's not like this by in in my own process because it's completely uh, completely uh, visual by me. I'm just watching um, uh, maps uh, 
doesn't matter which maps. It can be drone, it can be Google Maps, it can be old maps from, I don't know, history or something. And I'm just uh, study the forms and I'm just uh, like uh, getting some um, inspiration and then I start to paint. But I'm, I never copy, I just, I'm making my own maps of my own world. But now you are saying this, I, I, I remember one time I thought maybe I should uh, look to the maps before the war, for example, and after the war. Mm-hmm. And I looked um, to, the, to the maps after the war when everything was bombed. And then the uh, change of the forms is just like crazy. It's like, like disappearing of, of the forms. And then after like one year or something, I made, a, I made an experiment with a different um, kind of material that made like, I put it to paint, paint and then I put it um, uh, white spirit on it and it dis- paint disappeared. Oh, that's cool. Like, you know, and then- Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, this is that idea, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sort of surprised about that because I'm not uh, like, like uh, looking for for something like I have no co- really concept like this pa- painting is going about this or this painting is going about that. It's just pure like forms and colors putting mm-hmm. in, a, in the uh, something like a map that is very abstract. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not not a map, but just based on it. So. We're looking at one of Sandra's paintings who's just hanging here. The map? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can show it. Yeah, it's show it. Press. Working in progress. Oh, nice. Whoa. It's also for the, the map. Is this yeah. with white spirit? No, it's epoxy. I know, it's another one. Okay, it's another one. I didn't saw it. Another so. way, yeah. But it's also mm-hmm. something something like disappearing because I put first layer with uh, oil uh, paint and then I put it um, epoxy. You know you know what's epoxy? Yeah, epo- my floor is epoxy. Ah, yeah. Check. Oh. Oh wow. Epoxy. <laughs> it's epoxy. I know everything about epoxy <laughs> when you're renovating a house. <laughs> Uh, did, did you did it that uh, or it was no, like no it was a, a, a company that did it it's like it's very it. expensive to do it it's just yeah very yeah. Expensive. Okay. Uh, so uh, i discovered they also selling it for cheap send me everything yeah. what you know send me <laughs> I, disco- I, I discovered that after doing this with the factory <laughs> but i yeah i found something okay that's <laughs> i will send you like <laughs> <laughs> so um i put the epoxy on it uh with uh, some uh black pigment and my colors uh disappeared a bit because of uh the epoxy so that's also epoxy. yeah 
It's nice. Transformation. Mm. Okay. <laughs> We're going to take a small break and uh, we'll be right back. Yes. <laughs> Hi, welcome back. We took a small break and uh, changed our clothes because we're feeling fabulous today. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Get the hair print. We're dying my hair purple. <laughs> Some pigment. Yeah, oh my God. All Let's right. do it. Blue pigment. Yeah on your yellow oh it's gonna be green then <laughs> yellow green. let's not do green hair for me okay. i think blue can work <laughs> well i have this blue silver hair. shampoo that's blue so i'm trying to like really get there should we do right now no we're not putting pigment on my hair somewhere i mean if you are going to swim it can be that it comes green like the white but pools are closed anyway so i can't and do. and then you have to put on ketchup I, I'm serious. It's oh really my god. Hard. And it works. Yeah, it it goes away. My hair is already so damp. <laughs> like the first days I washed it, when I did it, it smelled of chlorine. And I was like, this is not good. Oh. And I already have like very bad thin hair. So I was like, I'm just going to have to shave my head after this because my hair is going to be gone. Oh my god, shave your hair. Ew. Sandra, I'm losing my hair. And like now with the with doing this, I noticed how thin it is up here. So it's like, I'm not going bald. So like half bald, I'm just shaving it off if it happens. It's gonna be very weird. Is this your Corona quarantine haircut? They will ask them. Yeah. To shave it because of that. No, it's because, because the hairdressers are closed. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, let's talk back to uh, about your work. Um, so you graduated as a film documentary maker, but your work has lately gone into more like very much broader than that. Like, uh, for example, the Bluetooth work where you have this kind of sculptural installation and the blanket you're showing in the show is also very much not uh, documentary. So um, how do you see yourself as an artist in that regard? Uh, and why is this changed toward this use of different media? Um so movies making movies movies is like not uh, a material thing it's like mm -hmm. not touchable and i thought a lot about making different works that are not mo movies because i have the urge to make something else than movies um but i cannot play that very well in my head um that making something else and movies is like adding material to the world um but now, after a long process, I, I discovered that you can also use material that is already here, like the project I did with my makeup wipes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like trash. It's something that is already uh, there. So you can use that and make, give it a new life. Um, mm -hmm. Or also, I, I'm like um, focus, focused on making objects that you really can use like the the makeup wipes are curtains now or the fleece blanket is a fleece blanket that you can use mm -hmm. um, I put it now this way in my head and now since I put it like that in my head it feels like a lot more comfortable to to work on other projects than film um, but also another thing is that the 
the things that I make that are not films feel more personal for me. Mm -hmm. Like it's coming from a more personal thing in my life. Um, And normally um, I see it more like passion project and more side project. And I'm more focused about movies about the global things. Mm -hmm. But because of the Corona, I was stuck here, my landscape was myself and I had to focus on myself and it was this year was the first year year I I took myself serious to make also something about what I felt for myself instead of the global thing and it's really interesting because this way this way I also discovered that personal thing also can tell something about the global thing Mm -hmm. Um, so that's an interesting thing about that. And also a thing is that uh, making other work really challenged me because when you see my movies, you can see that I um, I don't use a lot of shots in my movies. With mm-hmm. every shot I use, I think, why is it necessary for the story? Why is it there? And making something else than a movie is like mostly um, using one visual, one thing you can see. And it really challenged me to make something with one visual to show like a process or a, a, a social issue by one visual. So mm-hmm. instead of different visuals and making a story with different visuals, making a story with one visual. And, and this is something I really also take with me in my movies, like experimenting with the uh, things that are no, not movies. Um, I take that with me when making movies now. How can you also say something with one visual and okay. become more concrete? And, and it's also a kind of experiment um, to look how you can say a process with one thing with one. you see instead yeah, yeah. of different connections. It's also quite interesting because you're like going from the intangible to the tangible, but then film is also something that's on your computer or on, on, on how do you say, a film role. Yeah. But also very, it's not, it's not reality. It's a, it's a time-based medium that disappears when it's shown in a way. And mm-hmm. then you're also now going more, even more tangible with like the physical objects that you're making. Yeah, yeah, and it feels some yeah, like in like I said in the beginning, it felt like um, difficult because we are we learn not to waste, and mm-hmm. film is no waste, mm-hmm. but it's waste. The projection budgets are very big, and all the food and all the stuff the crew eats it's also waste, but it's another kind of waste, I think, but we learn not to waste and for me it feels like now that you are not wasting and then you have to add yeah it's an ecological thing in me uh it's so strange it's it's um yeah so in the beginning it was hard to work more with material instead of the movies that it's not so um, touchable. Mm-hmm. 
yeah. yeah but also, also also about the wasting in the movie production it's like i i have been in a few movies like an actress also like a, de a, de a de decoration artist no artist on the set the set dresser no not the set, set dresser. designer art direction art direction yeah so um the things that i saw how they're making movies is like is <laughs> sometimes it's like purely wasting of everything of time of money even even of, of sometimes sometimes even of nature they're like uh, ruining the nature sometimes to make a good um, view or something so um and the thing that you are saying um how do you make movie without wasting it wasting things or something it seems to me mm -hmm. so beautiful idea in general like how you do it how like even even uh think about electricity purely like mm -hmm. if you edit something your computer needs some electricity so it's mm -hmm. wasting how do you make a movie without wasting it's just like wow like, yeah yeah cool idea yeah yeah once i uh, got a, a class about that um like the the flemish film font is giving lessons about how to make a more green movie oh really <laughs> it's, it's absurd it sounds absurd green movie i don't know if that word exists green movie but yeah oh and you can get more money for for that Going green. Well, uh, I, yeah. I like this going green. Yeah. <laughs> How? We already have LED lights, so we're also okay. Maybe we can just the, ask, okay. and they're like, "Oh, yeah, you, you're already. We have no heating. We have." Uh, hey, are going to make a green artwork. Can you yeah, give some more money? Art, an, an exhibition, even. Oh my God. Green exhibition? Why no not? electricity. That doesn't mean we're going to steal grass from the park again. <laughs> <laughs> again? Oh, shit. We're being very ecological because we're not buying materials. We're taking them from nature from and nature. reusing them. And we're putting them that's back. That's true. You I, put it back? Yeah, that, that uh, <laughs> would, would I put that back in the, in the park. Yeah, I painted my stones and they're that's so nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's nice if you put it back. You just borrow. Yeah, we're borrowing. It's Plus, it was like, how do you call it? Debris. I don't know what's debris. Uh, debris. Bau, bau, bau. Oh, how you call that? Or, or No, no, no. Debris is bau, bau. Okay. Well, in my case. Okay. What's the question? So it's recycling. Oh. Yeah, it's recycling. The plastic I used on my painting. <laughs> It's plastic that I use to cover the floors while painting. Wow. Oh, that's bitches. <laughs> I, I hear some money from the front. Ooh. Green, green, green. <laughs> no, no, but, but uh, uh, okay. no, go ahead. Uh, well, uh, when, when, when I'm watching a movie, it doesn't matter which movie, after the movie, I always watching Oops. the making of. Always. I'm very curious how they are like coming up to ideas. And actually the most interest interest of me is going to the uh, decoration, of course, because mm -hmm. I really love to make things. 
And uh, do you know, do you know, uh, like um, the new uh, series? I don't know where it's new, but uh, La Casa de Papel on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. So I was just, I was just a hundred percent that they are really filmed in a real uh, building, like uh, somewhere. I was very curious, like how they find uh, a building who is looking like this as a really bank, yeah? Mm-hmm. And how With a lot are, of hacks. How, how they're yeah. really paying this, the rent of uh, uh, such a building is just crazy. Mm-hmm. After all, I'm, I, I watched uh, all the ma- making offs and they built it on a... On a uh, what? Yeah, on they built it on a studio. studio. For the movie. Yeah, for the movie. So I was like, Okay, this is just fucking fucking wasting shit because they are. But the entire thing in Hollywood is like all the things you see, all the interiors. It's all studio buildings. Yeah, Yeah, you can you can uh, drive in America in the desert and see a lot of film decor still standing Mm -hmm. there, like uh, yeah. And and it's a tourist attraction now, but. Yeah, it's crazy. In that movie, mm-hmm. also there, there was a shot where, um, uh, okay, so in the movie they are coming zeppelins and they are throwing the money for people from the zeppelins to to the crowds to give them money. I haven't seen that scene yet. Oh shit! I spoiled. <laughs> it's the end of that scene. I'm not gonna tell you what what it it's is. It's the end. It's, it sounds ah, no it's not that's the why he's doing that yeah so they are throwing uh, the uh, money and I watched uh, the, how they are how they made it so it was just a non normal big uh, ventilator and they uh, was throwing the fake money to to going like like into the air uh, but the problem was that it started to rain and in the script was no rain. So what they made, they started to, uh, to uh, how to say, to dry the ground of the city. What the fuck? How many electricity you need to put all those, like, you know, uh, are they the blasters for the yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's not not, but it it doesn't work. So they filmed with wet uh, ground because it just uh, fucked up. Yeah, fucked up. And the money, money. how money they, how much money they printed? It was like millions of dollars. It was with fifties, and it it need it, it needed to be one million and four uh, hundred thousand. Hundred thousand, yes, uh, million dollars going into the sky. How many print you you need to mm. make it? It's crazy. I also saw something in the newspaper, like a, a statue in the desert some days ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thought, the oh, architect in the it's desert. It's from aliens. It's yeah. from aliens. But then I read it, and it's maybe also part of a film set that once oh, really? was there. I, I read that David, uh, the a gallery came out, and they were like, "Oh, uh, I, we think it's ah, a from one of our dead artists." Um, but then they found out that it wasn't one of his artworks, but that maybe someone had made it in tribute because it's like mm. 
they had one of the the beams in their gallery and it's the exact same one that was standing in the desert so someone ah, copied really? the artwork and put it there and now it's disappeared ah it disappeared yeah yeah they someone removed it in the middle of the night they don't know who it's just gone now oh my god what the hell really that's mm -hmm. new news i didn't know that but yet. then the thing is i remember uh in uh during our masters in uh saint lucas uh, someone showed an, an, a kind of experimental art documentary of an artist who had hit a, uh, an artwork in the desert and no one had found it yet. But I, 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 I've been thinking about this. Is it with music? Hmm? With music? Um, well, the thing is, uh, one guy started making the documentary and then he traveled to different museums and let other artists make the same documentary, but in their own vision. So with the same oh, nice. subject and the same the same kind of scenes, but everybody did it again. So it's okay. always a different documentary, but with the same content. And I don't remember the artist. I don't remember the documentary maker. I remember nothing about it, only that it was about a hidden artwork in the desert. And then I saw the news article and it was like, is this the is this the one? Is this it? So I was hoping like to finally find the documentary again and the artist so I could look it up because I remember it being really good. And then they were like, David Zwimmer came out with like, oh, uh, it's maybe one of our artists, and now it's disappeared. And I'm like, I still haven't found the fucking documentary. I'm so yeah, confused. it's funny. Um, one of my documentaries, new documentaries, is, is about the guy who put something on the pyramid in Egypt on the top uh, and I also asked him did you put something there under this <laughs> did he? and he said no no he didn't <laughs> I like oh to God. what I like to do is like when I'm uh or I used to do it when I used to travel a lot and then uh well I did tourism and I went to all these like Lisbon uh Sevilla uh, Amsterdam, uh, Firenze, and stuff like that. And you have these very old buildings, and you have these cracks between the walls. And what I used to do was like I would take little objects and like very much cram them in between the stones in the wall. So I was like, you have something very old, and then now I have hidden something in something very old that's not going to be found for like another thousand years or something. Oh my god! Yeah, when we were renovating our house like Marguerite, Renée Marguerite was living close to here. Mm -hmm. So I was dreaming like when we were pushing all the walls away, like maybe there's a painting of him. Maybe somewhere. he was friends with the person who lived here. You'd never know that, but we didn't. There was a, there, was a, there was a big article uh, in the, on news, but I don't know when, it's like a year ago or something. They discovered like, uh, there are a lot of um, sketches and or even uh, drawings and paintings from like uh, people from Belgium, uh, really known um, old painters. James uh, Ensor and stuff. Ensor and stuff, yeah, like this. Uh, literally in uh, uh, flea market. Yeah, flea market. What? Yeah, they don't discovered... say that. I'm addicted to secondhand and free market. Yeah, now I will. And I, uh, I live no in... more. So I live in Hoogstraat. It's like uh, 
10 feet from, from that mark. And I was like running there like, where, where is the market? Where is the bamboo? Where, where is it? Where is it? I was like, really? I can imagine these guys of the market don't know anything about the yeah. pieces yeah. that they are selling. So like, uh, 50 like, bucks. Yeah, that's good. You go to Sotheby's and you're like 50, 100,000 euros. Oh my God. And sometimes it's raining and the works are all the objects of the flea market are still in the rain. I once told the guy, please put it. It's raining on that work. So sad. And he was like, no. And then he touched it. Ah, yeah. Maybe it's, but imagine on the answer, the rain. I think a lot of, oh, has, oh. I think a lot of artworks have gotten destroyed, like in stupid like ways, this, yes, like yeah. people being like, yeah. oh, uh, like, like a 14 year old girl being like, I want to paint something and like just buying a painting from, uh, yeah, Enzo or Van Gogh yeah. and being like, ah, Van Gogh, Van Gogh. Um, so there is a story. I don't know exactly th that story, but I know that uh, Van Gogh was really like crazy about uh, sketch sketches, 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 a lot of, and then he started with painting. So all those paintings and sketches were uh, after his death were um, uh, in the house of his uncle mm -hmm. or aunt, something like this, one of the family. And they don't um, appreciate uh, his works. So they they literally uh, gave uh, those work to to the uh, markets like the V markets the V market markets and that's why they're also in in Holland there are a lot of of them they're just selling because they don't know what it is they don't know they don't know from from who is it fuck it's just crazy. amazing amazing I love stories like that yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me too. This is uh, my curious part, like stories like that. Uh -huh. Oh my god! <laughs> on uh, on VRT, the website, you have like a a little kind of platform about all stories like that, mm -hmm. like strange stories yeah, I... behind buildings. Or I oh, love yeah, that series that happened during the quarantine of like the guy visiting the old buildings and like making yeah. uh, writing the history and taking pictures and comparing them to the old ones i love that series on vrt news yeah all different kind of or like it was a something about a book about a book in belgium in, in a library and it's made from human skin and disgusting and, Sorry. and then they I don't like were the like what the fuck why was it once made and then they are looking for the history behind it Really, really short little movies, but that, that's amazing. <laughs> the story is uh, also, I think the story is the most powerful thing for the viewer. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm talking about the movie art. Maybe with painting is a bit different and drawings also, but the, but the movie is everything about what do you want to show? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, um, it's it's easier to make emotional movies than visual movies. That's, yeah, that's true. To find to find an uh, audience. Yeah. Uh, but then I hate emotional movies, and I'm like, this set is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, but when I, I, I'm checking movies, not for work, I always check like stupid, stupid kind of movies where you don't have to think. Like Christmas movies. <laughs> Just like I started to check Six in the City again, the whole series. Oh yeah, but that's those are TV shows, that's fine. Yeah, they're I fun, really need fun. it after a day working on film. Like yeah, brainless. Yeah, you turn your brain off for a while. Yep, yep. Friends, I cannot uh, fall asleep without friends. I do. Friends. <laughs> I watched it a bit. Uh... Too much. Um, but like you were talking about, um, uh, like also the ecological side of your work, and you make you made a work about uh, climate change, um, and then the work about like all the objects in space. But then even with your work that is more personal, personal, sorry, like uh, Samira, which talks about transgender people and um, Decontaminatie Zone, which is also about like mental illness. They're all, they're all subjects that uh, can be really personal, but there's always this, um, it's always also subjects that can be or are uh, politicized, like transgender people is very much political right now, um, mental illness and uh, illness in general right now is very much politicized. Um, how do you think about that? Is the political something that's really important to you? Mm -hmm. um, I once heard a sentence that you shouldn't make movies for yourself, but for um, the soci society. Mm -hmm. So that's a sentence I always close, uh, keep close when working. Um, like yeah, when I'm researching and I'm like, um, fuck this, it, I'm blocked in my research. And I think about that sentence, I'm like, yeah, it's not about what I feel. It's about the global, why it's needed for the, for the world, not for myself. And I really need that in my working process to put myself into perspective and my personal feeling. I think otherwise I wouldn't be able to work on documentaries or mm -hmm. films or, or in, in artistic projects. Um, I cannot um, uh, handle it when it's just about myself. I think when I'm stuck then in my research and, and imagine it's about myself and I'm stuck in my research and I think shit, um, it's about myself and then I think I will be a total mess. But when you think it's for the for the for the world you make it, make it, and not for yourself or your personal story, then I can put it more into perspective, mm -hmm. um, and I can relativate myself. Like, girl, you are making, uh, yeah, a movie. It, it's not so 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 hard like like you think it is. Mm -hmm. um, it's not about you. It's it's just go on like, um, and that's why it's always about um, issue, yeah social issues and stuff because I really need that mm -hmm. in my working process. Um, yeah, I don't know how it's when you guys working on your projects. What do you think when you're stuck? Is it then very confront? they thing yourself with yourself yeah, for me for me very much confrontating because 
when you know i have i have some problems with uh accepting my faults or something something like this mm -hmm. i'm i'm very into it like what is to be a perfect painter and i would like to be one but i know that it's just this is boring in first and second it, there are no perfect painters in the world mm. so i'm i'm when i'm stuck apparently i i i uh, always stuck by the end uh, the end of uh, one painting like i'm always uh, like i'm almost there but i don't know how to end i'm always stuck in in that moment and then it's very confrontating for them because sometimes i'm thinking what, how what's the problem why can you just not uh, okay just look into your painting and think what do you need more and i'm thinking and i don't know and then i'm thinking fuck i'm a loser how is uh, why you cannot uh, think about that it's very personal yeah personal it's like it's self like, deconstruction yes mm -hmm. yes it's like it's, it's not like uh oh uh, if if that painting is gonna be bad, then my uh, exhibition is gonna be not okay, and the viewer is not gonna understand my me or my pain pain paintings or something. No, it's very personal. It's like it's like you are stuck. You cannot. Uh, you have no idea why, and you have no uh, result. Like you cannot end your painting. And mostly I'm just uh, let it be. And then when I'm really mad on myself, like, come on, Sandra, you can do this. Come on, just do like sometimes sometimes I'm doing like, just do it. And uh, in either way, you can paint it in white and make it ma make that uh, <laughs> over like, you know, so when when I'm getting into this um, feeling, I ain't my all my paintings very well, I think. I don't know. But uh, uh, yeah, but it's the, just it, it's uh, going too much too much. It's taking too much time. I'm I'm really stressed by that, that it's taking so mm -hmm. much. Yeah, you you have a hard time letting go of like yeah, it's a process go. and yeah. a process takes time and yeah. you're very hard on yourself when it comes to like why can't I finish this painting? Why does it take so long? Sama, yeah. making a painting takes not so patient. Yeah. Yeah, she's not patient. No, no. It I'm has not. to be yeah. finished. I yeah. have that. I have that also. Yeah. I just, I just my my eyes. Do you ever? Okay. I'm the opposite. It's, it's so gonna no. be. It's gonna be maybe some weird thing, but okay. Do you know? Do you know? Contrary um, to what you usually do. Okay. Uh, when you have sex. And when the, the orgasm is coming, yeah, it's like you feel it's coming and then you really waiting for that feeling that it's coming. Yeah. But sometimes it's going not well or something is going wrong, but you're so you're really waiting for this. And in your visualization, it's just crazy. <laughs> something you, you start to think like nasty things or something to get this feeling. It's just the same when I have no vision, I need to see it. It's like orgasm for, for myself, you know? I need to see it for my eyes. 
And if I don't get it, I'm mad. I don't want to paint anymore. I think I'm loser or something. And so, fuck. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I understand that feeling. Yeah. That's why I love to think about the global thing. It's not personal. It's more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can do and it, that, that relativization is very important yeah. to mm -hmm. me because I'm also. Um, have otherwise a lot of bad feelings with myself or something yeah mm -hmm. like uh, not so self-confident uh, mm -hmm. um, so for me this really works <laughs> i really need a global issue mm -hmm. oh my um, god maybe i should try this because i'm driving me crazy <laughs> or try to create patience with yourself maybe no maybe. i'm the opposite i like <laughs> I know that making a painting is going to take a long time. So, uh, and it's also very, for you too, it's a very spontaneous uh, creation process. It's like scribbles and marks and very, I recently I learned that I can't make scribbles anymore. So now I turn off the lights and close my eyes so that I can see what I'm doing. And then it's this very spontaneous result. And then it's a, it takes a while to construct an image that I'm happy with because it's like done very subjectively and, and, and intuitive or, or randomly. Yeah. So um, I often like have a burst of energy, like for an hour that I actually create something. And then I mm -hmm. take that back and then I look at it for another hour and then I go away and I come back in a couple of days. And then when I think like, okay, maybe the paintings are finished, I set it aside for like a week or two, three. And I'm, if I like it after two or three weeks with a fresh look on it, if I say like, okay, it's finished and I like it, then it's finished. But it takes like, like there isn't a lot to my paintings. It's like scribbles, marks and, and, and yeah. a bit of paint and it's done. If, if you would do it again, then it would take like maybe an hour or two to, to make the painting. But then the process I use, it takes like a month or two, three. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. will, will the workshop you two also be in the exhibition because i'm curious now Sandra is showing in the exhibition okay and you are not ah, I'm, I'm ah, in this exhibition in yeah. our exhibition yeah, yeah showing uh okay the work that uh, you saw uh mm -hmm. okay. i i'm not spoiling because it's not uh it's not finished it's not finished so i'm gonna okay. i'm gonna try to make an installation of paintings okay. but, but I don't know or it's gonna happen because it's quite quite difficult that I have in my mind but okay okay so, um, oh yeah the, yeah 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 well I, I can I can maybe tell one detail so I would like to hang a painting on the ceiling ceiling mm -hmm. okay nice it's very it's very um difficult to make. Why is that? Not because uh, hanging on, but because the uh, canvas is going like this then. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. And I need a flat one. So I don't know. Okay. Work on wood. Like yeah, a small wooden I, I thought place. about wood, but and then you wood structure is not it. the same. Yeah, okay. Or you take wood can and you put the... Yeah, can you stick the wood and the, the I don't know the canvas um, on it on each other. You can yeah. maybe glue it. Yeah. Yeah. It's easy. 
<laughs> it's so easy. <laughs> Sometimes people are too stuck with something that they cannot see it anymore. And then you have yeah. Sometimes you really have to share your work with people. It's mm -hmm. also Very a difficult part. Yeah, it's That's difficult. What we also wanted to do with Kailacht, like do studio visits and have people over here so they can also talk about our work. And then we mm -hmm. wanted to do the first exhibition and the Corona crisis happened. So yeah. we haven't really gotten the chance to, except for the opening last time, we got to see the artists, but now it's again, we're waiting for the vaccine and we're waiting for, for actual human interaction. Yeah, my uh, boyfriend uh, even uh, gave us idea to make like uh, a read reading moment, re reading it, the, the lectures. Lect yeah, reading. Yeah, oh, yeah, lectures. Uh, very, <laughs> very professional English. So uh, yeah, the teacher knows everything. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> give some lectures uh, and the people who are interesting they are just seeing the uh, th th theme uh, on uh, online and they are just coming as a crowd to watch or to listen you know uh, even with uh, like movie um, uh, movie evenings like we have project uh, projectors here we can show movies uh, like more artistical movies not like harry potter or something <laughs> No, we're only showing Harry Potter. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, all the movies of Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. Every exhibition, a new one. Oh my god, it's so cool. We're doing it ah! exhibitions. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone as the first one. Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, the second. And then you take this out of your hair, and you can ah, do some magic. Expelliarmus. <laughs> I'm surrounded by <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. so it's just an idea to make this space um, as a cultural center, mm -hmm. even. But we don't know about this because uh, we're with three uh, people inside, and we don't know, or it's. Uh, a good idea to bring people here i don't know i we just we just need to we need a larger space we need more funding yeah we have no money. funding we have and even... i just quit my no. job so i think you really can money have some fun. funding for your yeah, but we um, just have to make thinking. work out of it we yeah. we haven't gotten around yeah and a dossier like a yeah, file and, a dossier and, all that. Text and, and like yeah. i'm also like wondering like how much money can we get if we don't like have an actual space that we're actually renting because the garage is yeah. attached to our studio and it's yeah. for free so then we have to be like it's a weird situation but just roll with it and then <laughs> the government's gonna be like you people are crazy yeah, yeah. And we're like we know yeah. <laughs> but yeah. really you have to ask for funding even for opening of an of a exhibition mm -hmm. you can give some drinks to people <laughs> oh, yeah, drinks. yeah. So but, you know, I think the most thing I I mentioned like you were going to make the, a new file the mo what you were going to look into getting funding yeah yeah I'm gonna look I'm gonna look but you also are you we already have connections with Jet with the cultural department I think Jet would love that yeah stuff but I I already went there the the okay. woman who's responsible for this she she told me I want to work with you guys point 
like on the line, you know, she said, we, I'm going to print you on the book uh, of um, uh, art day in Jet mm -hmm. or something. We were going to be part of the art weekend in Jet. Okay. Yeah, the, the roads you can do. Yeah, yeah the roads. Open, yeah. open house stuff. Yeah. Yes, yes, that one. So, oh, that's nice. She wanted to put us in there uh, mm -hmm. and so on. So I'm very happy, but all the all the, the uh, uh, ideas that we have uh, ask so much time and no it wasn't that it was just corona happened and yeah. we had an idea and we had an exhibition ready and then yeah, yeah, yeah. it was no, also closed it's, down. Not, it's not like it's not what i want to say it's like uh, like the idea of cu cultural center and lectures ah, yeah, and yeah. so on so on it's time everything and space. just everything uh, i think the most thing that stops us to do that is fucking paying bills the problem is no that it's not that it's also bills. like time it's just the time i work like from monday till friday and sometimes the weekend i'm so tired uh, at saturday i'm just dying uh, because i did a lot mm -hmm. of in, on week and no, sometimes i'm yeah so I'm, you did not hear what i said no no oh shit. okay <laughs> So uh, sometimes I'm thinking, okay, we can do it, but when and how? Mm -hmm. We are Make not work of that file. Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know because, what... like now, you guys are also interviewing, like without being paid. Yeah, we're making we do it on a voluntary basis. Yeah, if you put it in your head that it's also a job, and that you have to be paid, and you, you, I think you have to do that when you're making like a gallery space. Put it in your head, that's a job also. And I you deserve, deserve I money. I need to on my LinkedIn profile because I'm looking for a new job. I updated my CV and I was like, work experience, curator and founder, co-curator and co-founder of Kylect Exhibition Space. I was like, this is real. Amazing. Yeah, yeah it is. You have to put that in your mind that it's like that. And it's your, it's a job. Yeah, and you have yeah, to I, I be even proud of, and you deserve money. Yeah, that's true. But we just have to ask for it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We have uh, we, we have some passion right now. I have time. We're gonna I'm gonna have it. time after December. <laughs> do it. Do it for Christmas. Is that my gift? If that's my gift, I'm gonna be so pissed off. Christmas, no, that's not true. I give you my heart. Okay. <laughs> gonna do it. Okay, so you're currently uh, working on the, uh, the, okay, the second question. The second. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, uh, so you're currently- You look, like, you look drunk <laughs> without drinking. I have, uh, I have uh, yeah, I have drank in yesterday. Do you have well. a hangover? Yeah, a bit. Okay, <laughs> so um, you, you're currently uh, working on a, a, docu a documentary over the, yeah? yeah why <laughs> <laughs> that's true that's true so you're you're working for that do documentary so uh which looks uh, <laughs> quite interesting from the videos too. i'm going to close and these so questions fuck. it's so stupid <laughs> <laughs> this is funny <laughs> <laughs> Keep it oh. laughing. What the fuck? I'm so 
red. Uh, you asked that question. I don't know anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you talked a bit about over the top, like uh, with the uh, pyramids and uh, the work that the guy had set on the top. But we've only seen like movie stills and a small text. So how is that coming along? And what's that all about? Like, because we're, I was very, because I also work with like, mythology and and I, I had a sense of astrology in there and I was like I want to know more about what's happening here okay um, so I'm working on my long movie now and this takes a long time like three years already to make oh, that wow. long movie yeah so I'm like wow well, um, at a certain moment I was afraid to not uh, direct and meanwhile like to lose my directing skills and to get mm -hmm. awkward and interviewing people mm -hmm. so this project i took like an exercise on on directing and like interviewing and especially this project is like character driven it's like mm -hmm. about a person instead of a subject more so mm -hmm. it's very good to to exercise the interview techniques um so uh, I started that project without any funding because I really saw it as an exercise, but then we shot it and afterwards we asked for money. So it, it's the other way around normally. It's first mm -hmm. money and then making it, but it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's different. But what interested me in the story was that it's about a guy who put something on the pyramid, on the top of the pyramid. And with that work, he wanted to to become a, a recognized artist he wanted that to be his breakthrough and i saw like a visual um, metaphor between wanting to put something on the top and wanting to go to the top as an artist mm -hmm. like that visual top thing so um i in the movie i made that kind of metaphor uh visible between these two things um, but the movie is also about it's putting like the the Egypt culture of eternity in front of social media and the quickness of so social media and because in social media it's very quick and the culture of Egypt is like eternity it's like the it's totally opposite and, and mm. it's about how to give meaning in a world where everything is like quick and and passing by and what does it mean in the end um, mm -hmm. yeah it's about that yeah, that's yeah. the story about that movie <laughs> it's a bit an answer are, how far along are you in the in the movie making process uh of that movie yeah. the process of it yeah uh now we we just finished it um so we start sending it to film festivals but in the beginning it was really difficult for me because i see it more as a work for social media or television like vice kind of stuff uh -huh. um but my producer told me yeah, you really have also the content of film festivals is changing uh -huh. so you have to try to send it in for a film festival yeah. But it's not so easy. It's not like that typical slow movie that I normally more make. Mm -hmm. um, so it was a, a difficult um, process. But now we are selected for a festival. 
so I was like, yeah, that's nice, but I don't still don't know if it's the right place. It's a bit too classical. I think mm-hmm. it's also changing um, with social media and stuff, the classical film festivals. What is it? Like, yeah, it, the things they are showing there. I feel so that something has to change or something. Or it's mm. a bit old, old-fashioned. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The new generation. Between, yeah. yeah so but yeah it's also a difficult thing if you make movies social media kind of movies the platform is a, yeah a social media platform and or you put it online for free and you just lose your movie without any um income still yeah, yeah. getting any money out of it yeah or yeah it's 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 also a difficult uh path to look or or you can ask a brand to show your movie on their channel or something but then you are connected to brands so it's very yeah it's 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 a, a difficult thing to uh, experiment with i don't know a lot about it also so mm-hmm. it's uh new yeah it's also very uh difficult to get your work inter- like international scene or something you know even even you know uh if you make sculptures or painter paintings or um um drawings you need to uh, uh send them by by post but the movie you just can send it by we transfer or something like mm-hmm. but if i I, I saw a lot of people doing uh, uh, like on uh, film uh, festivals and they're like, they're sending, it's so easy to send, but it's just, it's so hard to be shown. It's not normal because there are so many people making movies and yeah, it's just really hard to be shown somewhere. But do you, uh, do you have uh, shown your work in international? Yeah, my, my graduation project was shown a lot uh, everywhere. And that was nice because they were also paying sometimes to go there. Mm-hmm. Which and The graduation. My graduation. But now it's another story. Also being a student and have that cover of student work mm-hmm. also is, is more easy um but uh to show yeah i uh film festivals are always playing on the safe thing mm-hmm. i feel that a bit yeah. on the safe uh yeah the safe position yeah and that's the only thing atmosphere I'm, that's not really i don't really yeah it. you only have like the commercial movie or the super artistic movies mm-hmm. yeah and everything between it's it's difficult um they want really artistic movies that not a lot of people uh see in the end and the commercial are like the typical movies his stories like yeah. uh but everything between yeah you it sometimes feels like you have to choose one of the two. Well, I think it's it's nice to Probably. be between also. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I want I 
<laughs> I think it, there has to be some stuff between also. Mm -hmm. um, and that is something I miss a bit that you have to choose where belong, where does it belong? Well, yeah, we I don't want I to got, I get it, yeah. It's like uh, um, you have very different um, film festivals. You have very yeah. You have very commercial ones. You have um, very artistic ones. Like, uh, or you have uh, even film festivals where uh, the famous uh, producers sitting on, in the jury, and you are sending your movie only because they are sitting there and you are like hoping that they are gonna push your movie into the world, you know? And sometimes sometimes I'm also thinking like, I miss the place where everybody is like welcome and they're like categories, you put everybody into to the categories and like uh, a movie mm -hmm. between, um, uh, uh, commercial and very artistic between mm -hmm. them. It's also mm -hmm. yeah. It's also it's true. And also the thing that I told about that for me, my work is more experiment and not like has to be beautiful or or something. When you want to want it to be shown, they it feels like they want it to be beautiful or like. Uh, and yeah, a product or something, but for me it's like the process of the yeah the experiment, and it's like it's not uh, so important for them the experimental yeah, yeah, yeah. the artistic process in it. Mm -hmm. It's always about the end. It has to be mean something and it has to be beautiful or so emotional or or, but it's not about yeah the process um, well, well i because i for example cultural department or cultural institutions can maybe uh show those films because i know at burschabrich we also showed like sometimes semi-documentary films that were very experimental and also about the process and then was shown at burschabrich which isn't a uh, traditional art gallery and other traditional uh, film cinema thing it was it's like a cultural department where we show performance and exhibitions and these kind of experimental films mm -hmm. so that might be also yeah but how do you get your work there is then the question yeah and that's why uh, in in uh, our car left mm -hmm. i really want i i told also for dilum i really want to uh, get also movie makers into our space mm -hmm. not only like art and like art in general but i really want to give a chance also for movie makers mm -hmm. in between like commercials not commercials yeah doesn't matter mm -hmm. if, of course as long as yeah uh, because as sometimes as it feels also kind of like the real artistic artistic filmmakers um it also it doesn't feel like i belong there mm -hmm. like showing your your movie in a cultural or in an uh, art space sometimes also feels like they are also looking to me like this is no no art movie or something yeah mm -hmm. you understand what i mean it, it's yeah. like 
I'm something between, yeah. And there are not a lot of places that show the in-betweens. <laughs> you are always like, by the commercial part, you are like judged, this is a bit too uh, poetic or too uh, 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 swaverer. I don't know. The yeah, 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 floating. yeah. But yeah, at yeah. the art place, you are like just this is commercial. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm, well, the the girl that is also showing uh, Sophia. Uh, Sophie, yeah, uh, she, she Sophia. we are also gonna have a podcast with her. So mm -hmm. uh, I I told her I saw her work and it was like commercial but abstract. It's like very weird situation. And also the script, I, I found the script very good. And um, I told her, look, I cannot show your work as cinema uh, movie or something because the space is mm -hmm. in other ways. I can just uh, show it like like chairs and we have the screening. It's, it's not happening. Mm -hmm. And I, mm -hmm. I asked her, do you like to show your work not, not as a movie but as an artwork mm -hmm. it's like mm -hmm. this is an important question yeah it's like it's not, different thing. not in the cinema it's gonna be on tv on the wall and people are gonna have uh, uh air earphones earphones yeah mm -hmm. because this is a very other way to see a movie you know and also the show mm -hmm. is other way so and she was like just crazy about the idea that her movie is gonna be shown as an artwork in a gallery and not as a movie on cinema like to have some attract like yay we are gonna see some movies like uh yeah. attraction for for mm -hmm. people so stereotype also yes. when you say i'm movie maker people think about that cinematic uh, Cinema yeah, kind of movie directing stuff. And yeah, I, I, I feel some, sometimes I feel a bit awkward when I have to say I'm a director, I'm making yeah. movies. Like, that's so awkward. Oh, people yeah. are thinking so stereotype about movies. Yeah. Like, and they're also like, when you are saying that you are the director, they're, they're thinking like, oh, you got fiction. Yeah, famous, and you're working with actors and taking a lot of money, and then you are showing. They always think actors and fiction, and yes, yes, yes. and then you. But show they don't. Documentary is also film. They are yeah, like, but documentary is not film. It's, yeah, mm -hmm. it's like it's on YouTube. You the, you took the, some YouTube, and then how to make this, and this is documentary. Yeah. Is like this, you know, by by people. So. And when you show your work, that is like, let's let's take uh, the uh, like um, abstract documentary. Yeah, you show your work for people that thought that you are director with fiction. They uh -huh. react like, but you are not director then. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah, people. <laughs> and, then, interesting. and then i'm thinking all like in in the uh, uh on school all the uh, parents they're thinking that the art uh lessons on school is not important 
I'm spitting on them. Actually, really, what, what the fuck? If you don't get uh, some uh, yeah education about that, then you are become this person who thinks that a movie is uh, to eat a lot movie of movie is Hollywood movie. Yeah, it's Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. If you don't get this, happy ending. Yeah. <laughs> I showed a I showed a film of or a piece of a film of uh, Ryan Trekartin or Trekartin whatever in uh, my first class and these kids were like, "What's happening?" And I was like, "Yeah, this is also a movie." And they were like, "No, this is just some weird shit." And I was like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, but maybe also because on television, where everyone looks to, they are not putting a lot of movies like that, um, like for for short movies or i know on canvas they are programming them between 11 and 12 in the evening yeah <laughs> checking them it's yeah. also a part of of culture yeah 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 that they only show programs that are watched a lot by certain kind of people and yeah. not different kind yeah yeah we don't have that in belgium like a more um a channel with more artistic kind of movies or, or interviews with people in the art world or something well canvas kind of does it but yeah it's yeah. also oh my god recently it was like this trailer of like uh, uh something with Jan uh no with uh, Michael Bormans and I was like oh it's gonna be like a documentary with Michael Bormans uh what's the name uh Alleen Elvis blijft leven of whatever Blijft yeah, yeah. Blijf and I'd never leven. seen the show so I was like oh, it's a documentary whatever and then I saw the show and I was like them it's a show uh, yeah it's and I was show. like them watching yeah, other true. movies and I was like okay this is still interesting but I thought it was going to be a documentary about Michael Borromans, and I was so disappointed. I was but so... I like that program. That's yeah, a nice program. program. But I was expecting yeah. something else. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but also not, not everyone is checking that yeah, no, not kind everyone. of programs. And young people are not checking And television that. is not the medium for young people, I think. <laughs> that's true that's also true and netflix and and because netflix has has none has no good art documentaries it's so shitty <laughs> no yeah they even... had Ai Weiwei for a while which was good I, yeah. then I, they, I think they removed it and now it's like abstract design and stuff and i'm like yeah, where is yeah where minimalism is thing where, i saw that so. yeah but anyway yeah yeah it's a bit of trash. Netflix is a bit the trash of yeah. the movies. <laughs> we see it a lot like that in the movie business. Okay, um, we're gonna yeah, turn. We're gonna turn um, our podcast around. No, or how to say that? What okay, do you we, say? Are, we are become into the end, and um, oh, I'm gonna. From there, how to say that? We're, uh, we're... we're turning around. This is our closing statement, ladies closing, and gentlemen. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. So I'm gonna. Make... We are asking uh, all the time three same questions to all our podcast guests. 
And uh, so the first one is describe. Wait, I have okay. a question for you first. Okay. Why do you have sticks in your hair? Because I'm a painter. Okay, <laughs> okay so I have white hair, but I'm, I'm, I have yellow hair. Right yeah, well, I'm about to part. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> describe. Why your... I have this on my head? <laughs> it's all fine. <laughs> that has the same color. Of the, the yeah, shirt. we're matching today. Of the shirt, yeah, it, it's it's gray. You don't see it very well. It's not the same. Mm, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> All right. Uh, describe your studio in one sentence. Yeah, um, it's a, a place full of secondhand kitsch objects with a human story behind them. Ooh. One sentence. One sentence. Yeah. But I'm also living, living here. It, it's here. It, I'm living in it, um, and it's full of secondhand stuff. Everything, even our bot, secondhand. It's like a green bot. Um, right. But I love secondhand. It's also a bit my documentary part in me. I love to go to places and see that kind of people you otherwise never would meet and strange places you come. It's a strange world, that secondhand world. I love <laughs> yeah. It. Um, yeah, and that's also like the little stories behind stuff. For me, it's then not stuff anymore. Um, we also sell a lot of the secondhand stuff because I want it to be that it changed all the time. So I'm not like uh, emotional, um, um yeah connect so i don't have a social a, a personal uh emotional connection to the stuff so it's important that it moves all the time okay. i don't want to uh to yeah i wanted to move and to sell it and then other stuff comes so um yeah cool. we sell a lot of that stuff cool to uh, not have an emotional connection to material all right That's okay okay yeah. um yeah the second one or, or yeah yeah i was thinking our, our home is also called residency vivaldi it's like in the documents of the house when we had yeah, the apartment when we bought huh. it it's like residency vivaldi so we are trying to make to, to keep the history of the building alive oh wow um, so um we also want to do some music things here and people that come, uh, but yeah, with the Corona. Not yeah, so right now. Super stupid. And um, the train is passing by in the garden. Mm -hmm. So if you ever have money to build like a little atelier in the back, I also dream to invent um, to invite people above on the studio for the the when the train is passing by the people can see the work That's oh maybe. okay yeah so yeah maybe uh, once i will invite you to make something on my uh, studio okay that would be google nice work. another google maps work yeah she's going to climb yeah, I, like the, I like the passing by of a train you can do a lot of it passing by of a train uh. Oh, this yeah. is really that Alex is uh, really into the passing trains. The whole really? 
he started to make movies because he found very fascinating uh, the trains and the sound of the trains and the passing trains and who is uh, coming into these trains and what can train means and his last yeah. uh, his last movie uh, by the way he's a winner of uh, Venice uh, in yeah, Venice Film Fest yeah so um, what what's his name Alex you put it here also Alexander editing my god just say it like <laughs> like put it here in text Alexander Dulianka voila <laughs> it's not english <laughs> put it here please <laughs> uh yeah and so in his last uh, movie the train was uh, also there and it has like a uh, special meaning that train yeah okay But, okay so uh okay one more question uh any book or a documentary maybe a film uh or maybe a film you would uh, recommend for our listeners yeah maybe a bit stereotype but uh i read the book of marina abramovic oh. i wrote that walk through walls and made what oh my god i love that book oh my god you like it too we read it at the you same time we you read it at the same time without knowing And then halfway through the book, I was like, oh my God, oh my this God. book by Marina Abramovic is the shit. And she was like, oh my God, it's I'm really reading it too. And we were at the same point in the book. I love it. Uh, it's you, you read the, the part where she's telling about how she's giving lessons to students and asked to write down good ideas and bad ideas. To write down ideas and then she asked to separate good and bad ideas. And then she yes. said, put your good ideas in the trash. We go further with the bad, bad, idea. bad ideas because you are afraid of it or it, there's oh. a chance oh. to fail. And if you always do the good ideas, don't reinvent yourself. I yeah. love that. And do you, that's, remember, that's... do you remember what she said about uh, uh, he, her uh, teacher? She, wh while she was studying uh, at art school, her teacher said, if you uh learning like to draw or to paint uh and when you uh, feel that you are becoming professional uh switch your right hand to the left one because it's uh, becoming boring i did the same thing because i can't scribble anymore i switched to my left hand oh my god this is so good but yeah it's really a working document that book yeah like, you can really it's like kind of research so you get ideas by reading it nice. and the, the really crazy thing is that this is a fourth podcast that we are recommend this book oh yeah my god really yeah, yeah everybody wants it. maybe the next podcast you have to invite marina <laughs> yeah we're like everybody loves your work honey come on our podcast do you fucking realize <laughs> this if we if we really get it i'm gonna do it yeah send a mail to my do it do it invite her to the to the space there i want to touch that godness it's like a <laughs> kind of lourdes experience oh my god uh, yes okay. we have like the the thing in jet the lourdes cave we have you know about yeah i know i know that. close to the train station there's like a house with like a a, a holy statue in the window It's not there. 
it's uh. really like a, a cave. Really? Where? Uh, near my great house. It's near the my great house. Okay, we're going to we're going to Lourdes in Jet. Lourdes. Okay. It's... I want to marry there. It's amazing. It's so uh, nostalgic. The kind of. You're not having three weddings. No, I'm gonna marry <laughs> on the roof. So I became a part of Google Maps. No. <laughs> there are also a lot of tissues laying down there because people go there to have sex. <laughs> in the night i'm gonna have holy sex you know. <laughs> probably it's a tourist thing tourist thing of chat the cave yo okay <laughs> um and then our final question is do you have any tips for young artists yeah i, I thought it's it's a funny sentence because i still feel a young artist myself um so it's strange but i think it's it's important to put yourself into perspective like i told before um and think like yeah trying to live out of my passion or living from my passion it really can get worse than that so if it's going bad put into perspective that it's really not so bad to try to live from your passion it's normal that it's hard um i think so a lot of people work every day and they hate their job or people don't know their passion and looking their, their their whole lives for their passion. And you find it and you want to go to make your job out of it. It's a privileged position already. So don't take it so hard. It's, it's normal that it's hard, I think. It's going to be right. fine. It's gonna as long as you live for your passion, yeah. things will work yeah. out. Yeah, I think so. That's a nice Passion. statement. That's a nice statement, really. We need to, we need to, like, I'm when we post this uh, podcast, I'm gonna listen to this when I have a very bad moment. Bad moments. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on repeat. Okay. On repeat. Like, I'm gonna make <laughs> of this. Live with passion. <laughs> make it. Yeah, I'm gonna make, make it. Make it for the opening, for the opening. Oh my god! Oh yeah, for the opening, make like some mu music with different kind of quotes out of different podcasts you made. You're going to do that. Oh my god! <laughs> this is really <laughs> that would be nice. That would be nice. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Can ask Too much. Okay. Um, okay. Thank you so much for being Thank on our you. show. It was so great talking to you for uh, two hours and a half. <laughs> Say what? <laughs> but it's not gonna be like this because I'm gonna edit. She's very okay. good. At but She's thank you for cry. your time and to do this talking to uh, young people. Well, yeah, it's our passion. Also, look, yeah. And uh, we're very happy that, that so many people wanted to participate this time. Yeah. Uh, and mm -hmm. that you wanted to participate. It's it's always a both way street. Like if you don't want to do it, we mm -hmm. can do it. Yeah. And we're very much happy to. Give you guys a platform to talk about your work and yourself and to and show you art in general yeah yeah mm -hmm. okay. thank you so much for the passion <laughs> you're welcome thank you for Ooh. giving us giving back to us <laughs> i'm looking forward for the next uh, podcast episode of marina about marina all right marina. all right <laughs> we'll do our best <laughs> we'll yeah <laughs> Okay, and thank you for our listeners okay. who are uh, showing up and listening to this uh, to this episode. And uh, we hope to see you very soon at the uh, Kalacht for the next exhibition. Yeah. <laughs>
Bye. Bye. Bye.